Welcome to the MSS Podcast. All right. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Corey Brewer. My name is Mariana. My name is Mark Garcia. And a mess is awkward conversation. Now, this subject matter is uh, its something that a lot of people struggle with. It's something that happens naturally. So it's that's stupid. Why, well, it, you know, we can <laughs> say that it's stupid because maybe we get frustrated at it at uh, some points. And uh, me, myself, I certainly do. So for those of you that are listening and you get frustrated, hopefully this helps you out, all right? So awkward conversation. Let's establish how it even comes about. I think that should be like the first yeah. uh, approach to this. And for me, uh, I, I did a little research and oftentimes when we're speaking to people, it's filters. Uh, it's this thing called filters. I was reading this article and they, and they referred it to as a term of filters, yes. And the filter is kind of like a block that you put because you don't want to embarrass yourself. Uh. So it, essentially, it's like a it's like a result of being, you know, just being overly conscious about what you say mm-hmm. because maybe you're speaking to a person of authority and you don't want to disrespect them or something like that. And then it just becomes awkward because you're not actually giving yourself the full freedom to say whatever because you're not willing to risk. Mm-hmm. You're not that willing to risk. Even, like, not people of authority. Even people you, like, <coughs> so to say, look down upon. Not down upon, but, like, you feel authority to, like, do you still put a filter on that shit? I mean, like, the thing is, though, well, if you do put a filter, though, it will mm. increase the odds of it being awkward. Are you putting a filter on this podcast? Of course I am. We all oh, naturally man. do that. No, no, we all naturally yeah, do yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That's the thing. That's what the article was communicating. So that's why it's a little bit awkward for you guys and for me too. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm including us, you yeah. know what I mean? But like the reason for that, I mean, we've never done it before. We're so afraid of messing up. Uh, like we just tried to record <laughs> and, and, yeah. and, and we had a little bit of a mess up <laughs> right there. And unfortunately, that's what happened yeah. is because of that. And it became awkward. So it's those things. One way of avoiding that could just be steering the conversation towards a topic that you feel comfortable but in. where do you find that comfortability because one thing you find comfortable is something i can yes so that's another thing that was actually the other way that an awkward conversation can even sprout upon as well mm-hmm. so you can even try and save it like you said mariana you can try and oh well s- try and change it to a subject that you're talking about but then like you said what if that's not the same thing as the other person exactly. so it's just a never-ending natural process unfortunately and that's exactly why i chose this as the first mess because mm-hmm. i've always been fascinated about it that's what you mean um but but like it was talking it was like this article about talking to girls for men <laughs> for males of course uh assuming that or you're lesbos. straight of course of, you know assuming that you're straight if a guy comes up to a girl and they're interested or whatever um you have these blocks because you don't want to embarrass it because a first impression is always important mm-hmm. right but then here's the other thing though too this is the, this is what gets me a first impression is pretty much like you judging the person based off of the first seconds that you've had with them so if you make it an awkward conversation then i mean will they willing be willing to continue talking just so think you're an awkward person right yeah. so i think it's just a matter of just like getting rid of those filters and being willing to, willing to risk it because no matter what, if you make it an awkward conversation, or if it happens to be that way, yeah. they won't speak to you again. They won't be interested in doing that. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. 
do you see like awkward conversations as like a one-sided thing or a two-sided thing like is it only one person's fault like the one who's talking the most or can it also be because of the listener's fault it can be both or vice conversations can go both ways depends on one awkward conversation is if somebody is speaking to you and you don't want to speak to them back that's what that's, yeah, that's an yeah, awkward that's, situation. That's, that's what I do time. to you. The first time, the man, first that's time, a, that's what you did. I was trying to drink my smoothie alone, and you just want to come in here and start talking <laughs> to me about skateboarding. <laughs> You're a freaking weirdo. And then I found out we had a class together. Yeah, and then two ways, two people speaking but not knowing what to say. Yeah, so I mean that's that's be, a thing too. There could be both. In which I just hope does not happen here, <laughs> and that's I, I, definitely something yeah. that can happen. Which uh, I think you guys are like learning that you have to like gauge like when you have to like come up with something new to say, yeah. Yeah. and that just makes it very awkward. And I think that's why you're smiling that way and having a certain <laughs> grin, Mark. Yeah. Because why? you feel maybe a little bit of pressure here that you're gonna just mess up and you're, you're like, really trying me on the fucking podcast. <laughs> right, I, I dig it. I dig it. No, no, no. no um, I was gonna bring up the point that like my main thing where it comes to the awkwardness in the conversation is the listening aspect. Yes. So a lot of time, <laughs> yes. like in a in like a re- random conversation, like say you're at like a coffee shop or something, you meet someone, just ask them a few questions or whatever. You're not really engaged in the conversation just because at face value has no meaning to you. Yeah. Like the first time we ever met and you came out to me, I wasn't necessarily listening, so to speak, just because I don't know this kid. He's kind of weird and like I just. I wasn't engaged in the conversation at the beginning. But then, like what Mariana said, she brought up, or you brought up an interesting topic of just like something I related to. And then our awkward conversation of where I had like two to three word responses and you kept asking me questions. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. became more engaged. And I started listening to how you're speaking and what you're speaking about. And that like broke the mold of my filter. Right, right. Yeah. So I think that's like a way to like kind of solve the problem of awkward conversation is to start listening to them. Yeah. To stop being worried about what you're going to say next. Mm-hmm. Because if you actually fully listen, naturally, humanistically, I guess, if that's a word, you'll come up... You, yeah, whatever. But you'll come up with, you know, a way to, to push the conversation if you're fully listening. Yeah. I think another way is to stop paying so much attention to physical cues. That's something I do. I immerse myself completely in a conversation looking into <laughs> the way their eye twitches, the way the corner of their mouth twitches. That's another thing anything, that anything that they do with their body to express how upset they are with the way that the conversation is going. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I myself would stop paying attention to that, I could I could listen to what they were saying instead. Instead of looking at like Interesting. the way you're standing that's or like, the way you're looking. That's, that's obviously how we said because yeah. in our practice run, we said another really important thing was eye contact. Yes. Because now kids, like kids in our age, like kids our age, a lot of them avoid eye contact as much as possible. Just out of like... And pe- why is that though? Because they feel insecure. Half of the they kids. They feel insecure? Insecure. Okay, so then why is that? Because we're always on our phones. Yeah. Not because they're pussies, Mark. Yes, yeah, because they're It's pussies. because it's part of, it's part of like the... Like the because society we've learned right now. how to communi- communicate ourselves without, without having to without make having eye to, contact yeah. with others. I see. I'm you just can, so worried about the generation, like the next generation, that's like all that will, Yeah, that that will have the phones earlier yeah. in their developmental oh, stage, and then and then that's like that's just all they have mm-hmm. is just the text interface and. I mean, we're like that now too. I mean, like, yeah, but, but it's only going to get but worse. Like but it's only going to get worse. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's just so scary. And that means 
what every real life conversation it's will become awkward. awkward. Yeah, but that's that, insane. But, but would that make real conversations, like comfortable conversations, more enjoyable, valuable? Yeah, you know, more valuable. That's, that's something that's insane as well. Is because it's like the value of uh, a real conversation when you have the capability to look at the person in the eye. Mm-hmm. That's like a it's like a trust. I mean, I guess, yeah. I guess, like when back when uh, you know, back in the older days or whatever, <laughs> older days. whatever, back in the day, nineteen ninety nine, yeah, yeah, like, like when they were forced to talk to people because that yeah. you know phones weren't around exactly. or whatever, and they were forced to talk to people. Eye contact was a common thing. Yeah. It was respect. But, but now I feel like I can make eye contact with a person and I can easily either scare them or draw them in. Yeah, you know what I mean. It really it'll is. all it'll <clears throat> always come down to those two things. And it's never just a common thing anymore yeah. to have eye contact. That's completely contact. true because the first time I met you, I was completely drawn in by the fact that you could hold a conversation with a stranger. Yes. And look him in the eye. And look me in the eye. I mean, that's just something that I've been trying to like develop. You know what I mean? Trying to get away from always being on the interface, and it's mm-hmm. really helped. It's really like freeing. That's the reason why like I don't know how to do Instagram Live and, and how like those types of things, you know, that's 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 just yeah. where the lack of knowledge comes in there. I see, I see. But honestly it's worth it because I am able to do that. Mm. In which some people aren't. See I was taught to look someone in the eyes in a certain way of respect because like it oh, shows yeah. oh, it yeah. shows like if you don't look them in the eyes it seems you're not engaged. Right. And it goes back to like you're not really listening. If you're mm-hmm. not really physically into the conversation, yeah, mentally into the conversation, emotionally invested in the conversation. But that's the thing. That's why you are able to do that is because you were taught mm-hmm. that way that that it's respect. Yeah. But think about the generation right now. The generation right now is is not aware of that, right? Mm-hmm. Not aware of those types of teachings. So that's going so to affect the that? next generation where that teaching of eye contact being a respectful thing is gone. Is gone. Like that's not going to be a teaching to the next generation, and which is another reason why I'm worried about that is because, you know, mm-hmm. even with the interfaces and the text interfaces, you do a pretty good job yourself. But that's only because you were taught that it's respectful. Yeah, of course. But that's going to go away. But but it doesn't have to. And I feel like this is a call <laughs> well, to action. We're going to change. We're going to change one kid at a time. One change one kid at a time. That's right. We're going to break every phone in the world. And it's going to. And it's going to be this kid on a, on a phone. It's like, stop using your phone. And I mean, listen to our podcast. Right. Yes. Marketing. Exactly. But seriously, <laughs> like, you just, just eye contact is just so important. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. It's, it's a key focal point. And also the filters. And another thing is, like, the comfortability of your own language. Just, like, because... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That can go in several ways, and mm-hmm. depending on how you interpret. It. <clears throat> Say if you speak to someone who's foreign-born, and foreign-born, foreign-born—that's a real term. Foreign-born, foreign. Do you born. put a dash just in between it? Who's foreign? Yeah, you can foreign. say you can say who's foreign, Mark. That's no, that's okay. No, you can say I like foreign-born. It sounds okay. Fine, then say foreign-born. I'm sorry. Cleaner, foreign-born, and they have a different native tongue than you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like, yes, we talked about this in the in the last podcast. Um. I had always this stigma, uh, this like idea of people that like, who didn't speak English first, it's kind of a racist way to look at it, who didn't speak English first um, were kind of almost like dumber in a way, like mm-hmm. just because they didn't understand. Well, at least they're viewed yes, that they're way. Yes, they viewed yeah. dumber. No, and we feel that way too because I, I learned Spanish first. And yeah. That's another awkward conversation. I wouldn't know how to <clears throat> come into a conversation being 
knowing that I have an accent that I can just be detected. People can know. But that's another thing that, that goes into filters as well, right? People know where I'm coming from and they might not want to engage in that conversation, even if I have something to say. Hmm. So that's... That's depressing. It's, it sucks. And like, I just, I don't know. I learned that like, at, most recently, like within this year, I learned that like, people who don't speak my language at the beginning of their life and they speak another language doesn't mean that they're dumber than me. doesn't mean that like, they can't understand what I'm saying because mm -hmm. I met some kids this year and they're, I'll admit it, they're completely smarter than me in every aspect and they know another language than me while I just know one language and they know things better about my language than I don't even know about. They know how to write better than me. They know how to speak better than me. They know better vocabulary than me. And it was just, it was surprising. And so like, that also comes to the line of like, the stigma that you put on some people and like judgment. Like, do you ever go into conversation with full judgment even though you haven't even spoken to the and person? And going in with prejudice can steer that mm -hmm. towards being awkward. Exactly. Already expecting to hear something from mm -hmm. that person mm -hmm. can drive you to what will naturally happen if you didn't go into that conversation thinking mm -hmm. this is this is the outcome. That's definitely something that I struggle with, to be honest. Really? Yeah, because I'm a very judgmental person. But you seem as so much comfortable. As, yeah, as much as you like, might not like to believe, yeah. just naturally it happens to me. Like, whereas I'll try and like guess like every single thing about that person just because of the way they walk. It's, <laughs> it's because, I, you know, it's the question that's in the back of my mind all the time, how and why people do what they do. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, it, since that's, that's my motive, you know, there's several things that prove that. I mean, I chose this podcast to be about messes in life. I mean, that is definitely gonna involve human behavior. So I do come up with judgments mm -hmm. and I do try to expect things. I, I do that also, and I, I, one thing that I've recently noticed is yeah. I'm at fault because I get tired of people when I know what to expect what they're saying. Facts. When I, so I will yeah. place things in a conversation with them, and if I know the outcome, and that's, exactly that's what happens, right. I, I stop I paying bored. attention. Uh, I get bored. That's I, just I, terrible, though, I, because I, they I, might I have so it. much more that you're, like, But I enjoy it, too. So I, I enjoy fun. it, because it's, when I'm right, it, it makes me feel better it's when I'm right. It's asking questions you already know the answer to, and it, and it gets, ex it's not exciting, but, like, it, it's like an ego boost. It's, not it's ego curiosity. Yeah. And it resolves it, in a way. And sometimes, like, I even lie in the conversation on purpose, knowing that they might know the answer and see how they react or... I would say something that would change the conversation mm -hmm. or tickle the conversation in any sort of way where it gets them tickle riled up. Yeah, tickle. I like that. Remember, okay. tickle conversation. Tickle conversation. Yeah. Please define what that means. I could throw in something completely different, like abortions into this conversation. That okay. Tickles the conversation. Maybe tickling conversations can make it very awkward too. Maybe <laughs> but using I, a certain verbiage yeah, like tickle just, a conversation but, can make it awkward. But I enjoy the awkward conversation. I love to see the way that people react to a certain thing because it's funny. It it's the question of why people do what they do. Are you guys feeling awkward? <laughs> <laughs> so that's another thing yes. that I wanted to bring up is... Um, Proximity? Yes, of course. Because, you know, when you're trying to get... Especially when it... Proximity? You don't, don't, know, what, I don't know what proximity You don't know I, what that means. I know it's like a, a proximity landmine in like some Call of Duty game, but that's about it. <laughs> no. <laughs> proximity, like how close you are. Like, yeah. So Physically? So if, Physically. So if you are... Especially with the first time trying to get close to somebody, mm. you know, it doesn't have to be a romantic interest, but I, mean, yeah, I always just, like to use a romantic interest because that's like the most popular, you know, 
Um, so is it like a bubble? Like how people There's like- definitely a bubble. And that's another thing that I wanted to talk about is if you're entering a bubble. Now, of course, this is talking about physically. Maybe we'll talk about mentally next or personality and things like that. Mm-hmm. Because certain people have bigger bubbles than other people. And sometimes if you go into the bubble too much, then like every it's fucking really theater awkward. kid in our school. Okay. Every theater kid has like a bubble the size of a centimeter. <laughs> They're all up on each other every second. It's, it's annoying. Or Tell me, me not. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> You're completely 100% Ex- right. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, there's, so not even with like foreigners, just like you said, different mm-hmm. groups as well, yeah. right? But, um, but that's, but that's, but that's, but that's for later. We, we were talking about proximity, right? Mm-hmm. Let's get back down on track. Right. Wow. Getting close to somebody for the first time. <laughs> Dopamine is rushing out, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if it's romantic. Dopamine. And nice. you, you know your chemicals. Oh, I know my, oh, oh I know. All I know. Right, right. I know my transmitters. There you go. Anyways, just rushes out. Mm-hmm. So now your mind is unclear, right? And you're trying to talk. It's weird, mm-hmm. right? It just becomes weird. That's all. Especially, with I mean, there's there's nothing else to explain. I don't think, right? I mean, you're just trying to figure out for the first time: can I actually maintain this closeness with the person? Mm-hmm. And that gets in the way, which brings up filters, mm. brings up all that stuff. Look at that. So it's all about just freeing yourself and not. It's about the art of not caring. But of what other people think of not you. caring completely or to like not caring to 75% not caring completely unless it's in a professional environment professional environment that's right. what I try to maintain that if I'm in a professional environment then sure there are some appropriate filters to be put in because you don't want to get fired <laughs> you, you still need an income you still need things like that so now let's move the conversation over to but wait 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 I got one more thing okay go where ahead where does like if you don't care completely Mm-hmm. That's gonna make it awkward. Say if like I freaking just grab Ronnie on his face while I'm talking to her. That's it's kind of awkward. <laughs> that's that's me not caring about what she feels. But I feel like to a certain point, putting yourself in the mindset of not caring can lead you to do things that aren't you. Yeah. If you come into saying I'm gonna free myself into this conversation with Mark, I'm not okay. gonna care. I'm gonna do things that aren't really me. Because but the, the thing- me part is thinking it through. Yeah. But is that just I mean, that's, for you? That's, that's true, that's but... But for everyone, you have to think through your actions. So yeah. just saying, I'm not going to care, you still have to think of the process. Hey, what will really stand out? No, honestly, I feel that I'm being more truthful into myself if I don't think about my actions. I agree. I agree. Because 100%. if you're thinking about your actions, then you're starting to care. But what I define as actually caring is because of other people. It's always the result of that. Mm-hmm. Do you really ever care because of yourself? And if you do, that always leads to because of other people. Mm. I think people... So I don't know. That's, you know, I, I guess that just depends on the person. Mm. I think people to care that's too much deep. about someone else's judgment. Like, that's a main thing that I see a lot okay. of people do okay. when coming into a conversation mm-hmm. is the first impression. What are people going to think of me within these... 10 to so words I'm going to say to them. What are people going to think of me later on in five years when I meet them again in the street? What are people going to think of me in 10 minutes when they go talk to their friend of, I just met the weirdest kid on the planet, and he just asked me about gumballs. Like, like, it's just weird. People care too much of 
what other people will think about them and, and not really and it think really about is themselves. pushed because we've always been told that the first impression is the most important mm -hmm. because that's the one that leads to further impressions mm -hmm. so putting yourself in the position of oh I have to make this first impression mm -hmm. this way mm -hmm. because I want a certain outcome it just again it pushes you towards the awkwardness in filters which is again caring mm -hmm. So there you go. Anyways, now, it is commercial break time. I love this bacon. Mm, this bacon. Tastes, oh, tastes so good. Can you fry that up a little louder? Fry it up a little louder. How much you want, baby? Oh, I want so bad. You want that mm. crispy bacon? Mm. You want that. Wait, but I don't want it crispy. I want it nice and soft and limpy. Oh, you want that fat. You want that, you want that <laughs> yeah, big boy fat. Yeah. You want that apple maple syrup? Oh, I know you want that apple maple God. syrup. Get the real bacon. Only sold at Walmart. And we're back from our commercial. Now, where did we leave off? Awkward conversation. Awkward obviously. conversation, yes. So... We have pretty you, much resolved. Have you been listening? Have I been listening? Have you not been listening? Have I not been listening? Have you been avoiding one of the rules of awkward conversations? Yes, I have. Active listening. Active listening. Yes, I have. Active listening. Not questioning. Not engaging. See, the thing is, I didn't realize it as I was doing it. Yeah. Because I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so that just made it awkward. Anyways, so what was one of the resolutions? Not caring, right? Not yeah. caring. That, that is was the last one we left off on. Yes, that's that is one of the many resolutions. What was the other one? Um, well, not caring encompasses filters. a lot of not things. Paying not paying attention having the to physical cues. Right. If you let but, yourself but, go but, a little bit. But, but, but hold there, on a minute. There has to be some extent, mm -hmm. but not paying yourself paying so much attention, like as I do, to just trying to predict, 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 and you don't really listen to what so they're overthinking? saying. Overthinking. Because that's something oh. I do tend to do, and that ties in with caring. You overthink. I overthink constantly. Really? It's a it's a major problem for me. Let's see, Damn. but I've but I can tell you right now that I have such a lack of care <laughs> that that makes up for the it amount does. that I overthink. Really? Because you guys admitted yourself that I can carry a pretty good conversation. Yeah. That I well right now. And yes, thank you. I appreciate that, but. And that's just something that I can do, but I do overthink constantly. I think I do too. I would say I overthink, but I've become so accustomed to it and so natural to it that like I'm learned to deal with it, so to say. So like how I'm trying to get at it is like um, when I overthink, like say I'm in a conversation and they offer me some sort of like, not, not like rebuttal, but just like any action that like deviates my train of thought mm -hmm. in any sort of way i think of plans a through z one through ten and but like not in a bad way not to play where it hurts my mind it's just like that's how i naturally do it i try to predict every outcome like mariana said i like to predict every outcome possible and planning your conversations yes and planning my conversations i love to plan my conversations i love to force a way into the conversation i don't like Yes. This, this, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. Wow. I just had like a moment because uh, when you consider improvisation, mm -hmm. right? When you consider like actually going to the improv club, in which I I, I hope she used to a plug to improvise. Yeah. Improv? But 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 here's the thing though. Mm -hmm. Consider it. Hear me out. 
when you're trying to improvise a scene, right? You're trying to come up with something else to say. You don't do that. That's yeah. not how you do it. You just say things. Yes, I am. Right? So that comes with not caring. Mm -hmm. That comes with not planning. That comes with not overthinking. So it's trying to get out of that habit. Mm -hmm. So if you want to reduce awkward conversation, then perhaps find your local <laughs> comedy club. Oh my. He's so for not planning your conversations, one tip that I've always heard for awkward conversations is an icebreaker. But icebreakers are always planned. So how do you deal with having to balance both your icebreaker well, and not planning your conversation? Okay, so I think we need to discuss the, right the gray line of planning and conversations. Because like you said, an icebreaker can be considered planning. <clears throat> In my opinion, I don't think it is. If it's done right, hmm? an icebreaker, like you said, is to reduce the awkward vibes, right? So if the icebreaker is delivered without the planning, and you just say it, whatever's so on top topic? of your head, really? and you just do it. That's hard. And which is hard really because hard. we're so trapped by like you know making sure that our conversations are okay. Oh, you know what yeah. are they gonna think of me? You don't care. You get rid of the filters, then your icebreakers are not planned. I see. Why do we search that acceptance so much? That like. Well, you just said that little, oh, moment, like, oh, is my icebreaker going to work? Or Because we're constantly surrounded by everyone who isn't us. And we have to, we have to be approved by everyone who isn't us because we live around them. Mm -hmm. We're completely surrounded by them at every single moment in our life. Even if you think you're alone, you still have people walking around you. Mm -hmm. And you still have people living among, amongst you. So it... You have to always search okay. for that approval. <laughs> you have to look for something that makes you you because you don't really define who you are. It's the way people see you. But why do people think? I don't think like that. And I just, it always boggles me on like why people like find themselves in other people's vision. Like you because you don't live alone. Hmm? You don't live alone. <laughs> the, your brain lives in you, but the version of you lives in somebody else's brain and you always want that version to be the best or the one you like. Oh, we are getting like into like I never some think really like deep stuff. I really This is don't very like exciting. That. I would like to bring up existentialism, but I don't think... <laughs> <laughs> um, Mark, yeah. you said you don't think like that. I don't. Then how do you think, I think your on, existence with other people... I think very self selfishly. Okay. I think on how is this conversation going to benefit me? What am I going to learn from it? What am I going to take back from it? Wh um, why am I talking to them? And would I want to talk to them again? Mark, it's all me. You are very I, selfish. Exactly, and I like it that way. Okay. I'm. If I meet a stranger, my first goal isn't to aid them. My first goal isn't mm -hmm. to help them in any way. I'm doing it for myself. When I get in a conversation, I'm trying to learn new things. That's all what I want to do is just learn. Uh -huh. I'm not trying to better myself for the view of other people. I'm trying to better myself for myself so I can have these memories and have more knowledge mm -hmm. and just be able to pass it down. To me, I feel that whenever I try to start a conversation with somebody, I think, I think in a way that it is mutual, mm -hmm. uh, that both sides or of the party do get all the benefits that you just said mm. but 
I will say that maybe that's why you get a couple more conversations than me that are like better or more smooth mm. because by looking at it from a mutualistic standpoint that means certain things on your side or on your favor might not actually happen because you are giving the power to the other person as well yeah. so you're sharing that and whenever two, yeah right right <laughs> but when two people are sharing things like that you know like you said they're they're not the same but you want them to be the same so then that goes into awkward conversation again and yeah. it's just i feel like we're almost kind of going in circles because once is. we have a resolution it's always it leads some, to the awkward conversation right mm -hmm. so it's just awkward conversation is like inevitable that's why i said at the beginning of this it's a mess is that it's a mess and it's just natural and the whole point of this podcast is to embrace yeah. we don't have messes. to certainly fix anything it's right. just embracing it acknowledge we can still it have... and appreciate it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i feel that we've done a pretty good job at trying to better understand this mm -hmm. and which is all this is podcast is about are there any conclusions not much just don't be weird don't be weird but be you but don't be you try to be accepted by others learn how to accept yourself in the conversation i'm going to be honest with you mark <clears throat> that is a motto that i live by mm -hmm. and that's probably something that i'm always going to <laughs> say and conclude <laughs> at every single episode yeah. that's probably what i'm going to end up doing you should put it on social media which is going to be our next topic Yes, our next topic. What is our next topic? Social media and how it affects the persona you build for those who surround you. Oh, social media. Mm -mm. The mess. The, uh, the mess. A mess. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And again, social media is next episode. <laughs>